0: Hello. This is Comeback. This is Connor. This is episode one hundred and twenty-five. My guest today is Canal from England Block One Hundred and Nine. This is a group of supporters seeking to improve the atmosphere at Wembley, and they also do fundraising draws and coach travel for the England matches. We're going to talk about what they do, experiences following England, thoughts on the recent tournament, and a little bit more. Canal, welcome.
1: How are you? Uh, Well, um, hi, mate. Um, I'm doing good, obviously, just uh, recovering from the tournament that we've just had and already missing it, to be honest.
0: Yeah, I can imagine. I mean, it consumes you really, doesn't it? The whole month of whether this be the European Championships or the World Cup, for for me. Yeah, that's right. I mean, yeah. Carry on.
1: I mean, obviously, it was like, you know, it was at home, you know, we, we weren't traveling abroad like we normally would do, but, you know, it was still, you know, the same r- routines as, you know, the you know, same sort of experience, you know, um, you know, g- going down there with friends, meeting up, just sort of taking it all in, really. And I mean, you can't really describe how what it's like to follow England at a tournament. It's, it's just an amazing feeling.
0: Yeah, I can imagine. And then uh, if I may ask you then, let's get to maybe what are your experiences following England? Uh, When did you start following them? How long ago was
1: it? So the first time I went to an England match was in 2007 when the New Wembley opened. My first game was England versus Brazil, um, which was the opening game at the New Wembley. You know, I thought that was amazing. Following on from that, I went to various home matches, you know, over the years. But then it was only in 2010 when I first watched England away from home. So I went to the South Africa World Cup. Mm. Um, and I saw England's third group game there against Slovenia and you know that was an amazing feeling you know going to a World Cup is amazing in itself but you know going abroad to watch England and you see how amazing it is with all the people coming together um, from different parts of England and watching England Um, you know I, I did that World Cup you know, as a one-off, um, I managed to get tickets through FIFA at that time. I wasn't an England travel club member at that time.
0: Mm.
1: But, you know, the excitement was great with that. And then it was in 2014 when I decided to join the England supporters travel club. And then since then, I've been doing the home and away matches regularly, and I've hardly missed anything over, over these years. Yeah. So in 2014, did you go to Brazil? Unfortunately, I couldn't because I was uh, doing a course in which I couldn't get the time off to go to Brazil for. Wow. Um, that would have been a good World Cup to go to, not because of the results, but just for so- the <laughs> experience. Because um, in terms of the actual tournament and how England played, then obviously that wasn't that great, was it? So, um, no But after that, you know, all the, you know away matches I've been going regular you know you're talking about your Lithuanians away Slovenia, Malta, um, Kosovo um, and the list goes on and on there's so many brilliant places that we've visited with England and you know you only get that by going to the away matches.
0: Yeah of course and uh, were you lucky enough to go to Russia back in 2018?
1: Oh, yes. Um, I I went to all of England's matches in Russia 2018. That was amazing. I mean, the tournament couldn't have gone any better. I mean, obviously, it could have gone better in the sense that we we nearly got to the final, but we didn't. But in terms of actual tournament, you know, the Russia, Russia World Cup was very good. You know, I went to the Euros in twenty sixteen. Now you compare to how England supporters were treated in France, mm-hmm. to how England supporters were treated in Russia. I would say Russia ten out of ten for you know for being hosts, you know, the locals loved us, uh, the organization was great, and you know, it was just a great vibe about that tournament. And I did, you know, personally for me I had to actually go back and forth between Russia because because of work I was sort of going to Russia for a few days, coming back to work for a few days, going back. I think by the end of the tournament, I'd probably had about 20 flights. <laughs> by the time <laughs> I um, the um, obviously some of them um, like you know internal flights and all that, but you know if I did it all up, it was probably about 20 flights, a couple of sleeper trains, and a couple of coaches. Uh, but you know it was all worth it, in the end. and then and you know the, the number of people you meet. Uh, along the way you know not not just the tournaments but all these away matches that I've been to over the years and you build up a group of friends a group of like-minded people from across the country you know you might support different clubs and you know you might not see each other you know that often other than when England play but again we're like similar like-minded people that come together for the and travel together and uh, follow England everywhere
0: yeah, all, all together for, like, a common purpose, a common goal, which is hoping that England, you know, win on the pitch and also make the country proud as a result of their performances.
1: Exactly. Um, you know, just where they to support and watch England, you know, no matter where it is or how, how far it is. Um, but, you know, we also, you know, enjoy travelling to new places. Um, I, I, you know, formed... A, group called England Block 109 a few years years ago uh, and this was really to get people together to create an atmosphere at Wembley for the home games because you see the atmosphere in away matches and everyone's together for the normal qualifiers and friendlies and other matches you get Wembley yeah it's good depending on where you're sitting but then you can get a spread of people spread out across the stadium and then there could be you know people who are there for you know just to experience a match and may not necessarily be regulars you know the idea behind that was to get everyone in one area you know the regular travel club supporters and anyone who was keen to help create an atmosphere just get in one section at Wembley which happens to be block 109 you know get everyone singing get everyone making noises and you know we've done well we've, we've uh, tried to help by doing various banners over the years as, over the last few years as well um and the visible support and and the vocal support has been noted you know by the england team and and everyone and well i guess it is a work in progress you know we're always always working on new ideas and things to create that atmosphere and you know new ways to help support the england team
0: yeah did you um did you come up with this idea after the 2018 World
1: Cup, uh, Block 109? Yeah, so, I mean, unofficially, you know, there was always like a home end at Wembley, but, you know, everyone's kind of spread out across different areas. Uh, you know, I saw in Russia 2018 how good it is when there's a core group of us. I went to 2016 as well in, to the Euros in France, but the difference in between the tournaments is... France was your more typical tournament where, you know, you get people coming to the tournament because it's a tournament and it's, you know, is I suppose is easy to get to and everything. Russia was slightly different in the sense that l- less fans went out initially for the at least the first few games. And, you know, there was really just like a core group of but two, 3,000 travel club members. So these are uh, like regulars like myself who go home and away all the time and not just for tournaments. Because, yeah. um, you know, essentially we're England lo- uh, loyal supporters for life, not just for tournaments. <laughs> um, so, so you know, there was a core group and, you know, the idea was, well, you know, we should really bring like better atmosphere at Wembley for home games and, you know, have all of us together really it was just an idea started you know we started with creating a few banners people you know joined obviously through social media and various aspects and you know people and friends we knew and then friends of friends and so on it's it's just grown from there really and you know I, i guess our members are always growing um we've we've done banners even throughout the pandemic when we couldn't go you know they FA agreed for us to have banners in the stadium on display um th- that we could um, get sent to them and they could put up for us so you know FA have been helpful in allowing us to work towards common goal of improving the atmosphere and then you know it's not just the football mat- matches and the stuff around that we've you know we've obviously done various different things as well so you know last year i think it was around the time of the pandemic or maybe just before we started doing like a monthly ch- charity draw um the idea behind this was you know we're football supporters and we're England supporters but we're not you know we'd like to do something else as well to you know to give back you know and um, for you know we've seen what a group of like-minded people can do when everyone comes together for a common Good goal, and we started doing a monthly draw where you know we give out prizes to winners, but you know the money raised goes to various different charities that we choose. And you know we've over the last year and a half we've given big donations to a number of charities that includes Alzheimer's, NHS, um, Garm, um, so many different charities we've we've done. And you know we came more and more people involved with that as well. Yeah. Um, so so it's so many different little projects that we're doing alongside trying to support the team and you know bringing everyone together and and we also well we also launched uh, a beer recently actually yeah and the idea idea, yeah when beerly it's an ipa beer so we we thought you know just ahead of the euros we thought it'd be a great idea you know to get more people involved with the group and you know. You know and essentially the foundations of, of football are grassroots football so we thought we can make a beer you know uh, raise a bit of awareness around the euros and you know we said you know a proportion of everything raised f- from the beer will be donated to grassroots football charities one of which includes grassroots for good um, which is based in uh, which is based in uh, London and um, sort of um is involved with a number of grassroots football uh, teams and clubs. So we thought, you know, we would h- help with various different grassroots courses. And, you know, the idea actually, the idea was actually, it's quite funny, actually. The idea was, you know, uh, one of our group members, he, he, the idea just came to him last year about making a beer. Like, he not- noted how, how amazing would it be if we could sort of brew a beer using the same same cross rice seeds as Wembley's pitch. It seemed a crazy idea at the time, but actually we managed to source the seeds and we've managed to sort of find a a brewery that was willing to work with us on this project and we're just as excited. And then we never looked back from that. So a few months before the Euros, we launched this Wembley IPA um, alongside Portobello Brewery who uh, worked with us. And yeah we just we've just put it out there ahead of the Euros and and you know it's it's been going well people have liked the bit and you hopefully we've um raised a lot of money for grassroots football through that
0: yeah of course and um I be- you might have touched upon it but I believe you also organize travel to
1: away matches is that correct yeah um yes yeah, so um We've done a number of coach coach trips um, in the past. The most recent, um, not for an away match, but we had a couple of friendlies up in Middlesbrough. Um, so we organised a couple of coaches uh, starting in London with various stops along the way, such as Leicester, Milton Keynes, and various uh, stops along the way to Middlesbrough and back. Uh, we, we had two full coach loads, and this was for uh, both matches um, that we had. Pre Euros, but then we've also done other coaches. Uh, when we played Kosovo away in November 2019, the under 21s team were actually playing in Albania. And um, within our groups, um, one of our members organized the coach from Albania Airport to go and see the under 21s match, which this was a day uh, like two days before England played in Kosovo. So because they're neighboring countries, a lot of fans have the same idea you know because we're in the same region and area we can go and watch the twenty ones as well so we organised a coach for that and then the Nations League in 2019 organised a few coaches um, you know between Porto and Goumeris where the matches were being played so a number of dif- different things we've done which you know we're looking to do more of that you know when we go to Andorra maybe doing coaches from Barcelona maybe even look to do boat trips and other things when we're at some away matches, you know, the, these are things, you know, we, we always look to do various different things, you know, so, so you know, so fans enjoy themselves and also, you know, um, just to give fans different options. And, you know, we as I said, we're, we're all one group, we're a family and, you know, we, we'd like to improve the experience, um, in general, of England supporters, both with atmosphere and also, you know, sort of various options for different away trips or or matches that England may be playing um, in different parts of UK or, or abroad.
0: Yeah, sure. No, I, I do like that idea. I think, um, from what I believe I've noticed, is after 2016, the Euros, it seemed pretty perilous where the supporters maybe even the players, seemed quite dis- disillusioned with the entire England thing. But since Russia 2018, uh, mm. coming up to now, I feel like there's a huge shift where people are more inclined to get behind England now because we have a team of likeable, uh, professional, uh, admirable individuals led by a manager who's Mm. been there and done it and knows what it's like to play for England there seems to be a real shift Mm. from 2016 to now in terms of the collective attitude towards the England team Uh,
1: definitely you know I mean we've all seen what it was like in 2014 2016 Um, you know those tournaments were really poor in terms of the team Uh, and I guess, you know, even maybe even the players weren't even that interested as much or at at that stage, you know, going on, you know, after 2016, uh, you know, going on from 2017 in the lead up to the World Cup. And then, you know, it was noted in Russia, you know, we've got that talented young squad, um, but they're not just individuals. They all, you can see they all are a team. Um, everyone talks about the golden generation of 2004, 2006, which on paper sh- that team should have gone out and won a tournament or you know all done better um, uh, previously. Right now, you know it seems you know the, the players, the team, and are more invested in the national team. You know we've got Southgate there, who's been there, done it, as he said, as a player, um, and I think it oh well, yes mistakes have been made in some matches no doubt you know that, that may have cost us some matches but you know he's really brought the team and the players together and all the players are interested but also he's brought the nation together um you know everyone seems to be seems to be interested in watching England again um and you know it's just been growing yes obviously you'll always get those that are only interested come tournament time um but in general i've you know we've we've noticed even you know, in the uh, matches in between, you know, the interest has definitely grown. There's more people wanting to come to matches, more people wanting to come to away matches, more people signing up to memberships and, you know, more people just enjoying supporting England again and, you know, and the, the players seem to really be invested in it as a team and not just as different individuals, you know. I mean, when it comes to England, you know, clubs are left at home. where in the whereas in the past that may not have been the case in the past you might have had like just individuals or even with supporters really in the past you may have had people that are like you know just you know care, care about their clubs but you know when it comes to England they still can't put those rivalries aside but you know really everything's just coming together um and I think it's just things have improved a, a big time over the last few years
0: absolutely So then let's talk a bit then about the tournament that's just gone. What was it like, Mm -hmm. you know, watching England in a major tournament at home? I can imagine it's just Mm -hmm. so different to the away matches
1: that you're previously used to. I mean, personally, I do like travelling to different places and away tournaments are always uh, great. You know, travelling to new places that you've never been across the world. However, you, you know, it was special having a home tournament. I mean, I was too young in... Ninety-six. I know that was special, and it would have been special to have gone to that. Uh, But you know, getting the chance to have a home tournament in front of your own fans, and having a great atmosphere at Wembley, and the buzz around each match when we won. uh, You know, each match saw more and more supporters getting to go to the matches. The group stages there was a limit to twenty or twenty-two thousand supporters. Um, although the stadium wasn't full and it was more than half empty, you know, the noise we made and the atmosphere was just incredible. And then I would say that really could be seen, like when we got to the round of 16 and came against Germany, that night and that atmosphere was just incredible. And that was with 40,000. Obviously, subsequently, we've gone on to 60,000 for the semis and final. But just... winning most most of the matches in front of a home crowd, uh, you know, the buzz is just unbelievable. Uh, And and many people, you know, got to see a tournament which they may not have got to have seen had it been elsewhere. I mean, personally, myself and others, we always travel everywhere anyway, but it did give a few more supporters, you know, the chance to see a tournament and support the team. And help contribute to the atmosphere in the stadium.
0: Yeah, uh, on on a slightly more you know f- football based note, I hate to ask you this, but what are your thoughts on the final? Then, what do you think? You know, <laughs> what 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 was your yeah? What was your experience of the whole event?
1: Well, the well, the whole day started off you know brilliantly and great as you know as we had done for the previous previous matches. You know, meeting up with friends early having a few drinks, having a bit of a sing-song. Everything was going great on that side. You know, where we normally meet up is, you know, a bit away from the main walkway to the stadium. So, you know, we we kind of avoided that area of the stadium. Mm. But what was... Clearly, evident was that there was a lot more people around for the final uh, that may not have been around for all the other matches. Um, you know, perhaps loads of people had come down to soak in the atmosphere. Of course, England were in the first final for 55 years. So, y- you know, you can't blame p- people for wanting to be part of that. Um, however, it, it did seem there were a lot and a lot of people there. Um, clearly, loads were there that were not going to the game or clearly there were some that didn't have tickets that had just come down as well. Um, ourselves, you know, we were just enjoying ourselves Pre-matches, as always, meeting up in the same place where we always meet up before the matches, enjoying the atmosphere. We went in fairly early. You know, We, you know, me and my friends, we always do go in fairly early to get our flags up. You know, we all have our flags. We like to get them up in good position and then maybe have a drink or a or food or whatever in the concourse before the match. We went in early, you know, the atmosphere seemed great, you know, you know, when where we were stood behind the goal. However, you know, we well, we did see, you know, some chaos in the concourse, you know, as has been evident after that. Yeah. People came intending to I guess ruin the day for regulars like ourselves. Yeah. And I mean, personally, I think this this really needs to be looked into because you know, like, it's it's people like that that sort of came and ruined things in terms of you know pushing their way in or or ruining the atmosphere, you know, that ruin it for the people who've been there for the whole journey. Yeah. So, so I mean, that's something that needs to be looked into. Um, I mean. It, A lot has been said over the week, but I guess we'll find out in coming days what investigations are into that. Now, coming to the actual match itself, you know, it was the greatest feeling ever when we scored um, after a couple of minutes. Yes. Uh, But in the back of my head, you know, it was... You know, I was. You know, did we score too early? You know, the, in my head, I was still remembering Moscow semi-final um, in twenty eighteen. If I'm not wrong, we scored early in that match. You we did, well. yeah.
0: After five minutes, yes, that was in the back of my head too.
1: And and coincidentally, I, I believe that was on exactly the same day three years ago from this yep. final. Yep, July so, eleven. Yeah. So you know, I, I don't know if that's a bad omen or what, but you know, it was always on the back of my head. We were unlucky to concede the goal. However, I did think we should have gone for the killer and just done all, gone all out to try and attack and get another goal in. Um, you know, and in which case, then we could have just sort of not relaxed, but sort of then gone to try and just you know bark a bus or defend oh, really? um, after. But I think if we had just gone out to just for the killer instinct and got the second goal, whether it be later in the first half or. At some point early in the second half if we had done that then maybe we could have sort of then focused on parking the bus but if I feel that if we'd gone for the kill instinct gone all out attack yes if we'd conceded then yeah fine then we can you know would have ended up being the same thing anyway but you know if we'd gone more attacking minded earlier then it may have helped Um, we got through extra time I was hoping we'd score before it got to the end of extra time but that wasn't that wasn't really happening. And then when it came to penalties, I, well, well, Penoise, we know England's record with penalties apart from, apart from Moscow, when we beat Colombia. you know, we haven't got the greatest record in penalties, but penalties are always a nervy occasion. And I couldn't really, I was right behind the goal actually, but, but I couldn't really watch them. I did sort of turn away for each kick and then sort of look what had happened after, after each kick. Um, but you know, it's just looking back and thinking back. It still still hurts. Thinking, oh, Same. just just that close yet so far. Yeah,
0: yeah. It's certainly it's certainly a painful one. Um, moving before we uh wrap it up, do you mind um telling me how can somebody get involved maybe uh, in either an England supporters club to follow matches and
1: also block one hundred and nine? Yep, sure. So if if anyone wants to, you know, watch England, you know, home in a way, the first and foremost thing is to join the England Supporters Travel Club. Um, once you've joined the membership, it gives you ac- access to home tickets and away tickets. And, you know, and you're able to buy tickets officially when England have an allocation. And then... Afterwards, you know, anyone who wants to be involved with our group, Block 109, um, they can visit our website, uh, block109.co.uk. They can fill in the membership form on our website. It's completely free to join. But when people join, you know, they can get involved in our WhatsApp groups. They can get, they'll get updates on, um, updates on any, anything we're doing, such as travel or meetups or any plans for away matches, and you know you know they can then sort of get involved in ideas for banners ideas for gatherings and various other things you know we have different things going on all the time um they can also sign up to our monthly draw um you know information's on our website um again block 109.co uk but but basically it is five pounds a month to uh, enter the draw and we always usually have um you know cash prizes and a bonus prize we try to you know have different things every month we've even had different people supporting us and doing the, the draw for us so in recent months we've had the likes of Wayne Rooney Jeff Hirst that have done the draw for us we've also had um you know various different England people involved with England do the draw for us such as um Russell who does a Three Lions podcast thing also like uh, former England physio um, Gary Lewin has done the draw for us as well so you know we try to have different prizes try to get different people involved with our draw but you know just to join the official England Travel Supporters Club and then people can join our membership and you know they can get involved and help grow the family and help improve the atmosphere at both home and abroad matches.
0: Sounds amazing. And so where can we find out more about what you do on social media?
1: So we're on Twitter, um, England England Block 109. Um, You know, you can follow that on Twitter. Um, And also if you go to the website, block109.co.uk, it's got the links to the uh, Instagram for our beer, which is uh, Wembeerly IPA um and we'll that's also on twitter as well block 109 brewing um so information on that is all you know on on twitter and also on on our website so um yeah if anyone who wants to get involved i would say just go to the website sign up and you know get involved with everything we do and even get get yourself some when to try absolutely
0: well, Canal. Thanks very much for your time today, mate. Really appreciate it. Shame yeah. about the result, but hopefully we go one further in Qatar, twenty
1: twenty two. That's it. We're, we're, we're going to do it in Qatar. Um, you know, we've we've come. You know, we've done semi final in twenty eighteen, final in Euro twenty twenty, and well, one one better and one further in Doha in twenty twenty two.
0: Yeah, I actually saw something. We were fourth in Russia, third in the Nations League, which technically the competition. Second in the Euro, yeah. there's only one. <laughs> there's only
1: one step left now. Exactly, yeah. we can do it just before Christmas as well. So because of the tournament being out in winter time, so yeah. Yeah, of
0: course. Yeah, I think it can. Do, I think it can be done. So yeah, I've got the hope. I've got the faith. And yeah, thanks again, mate. Uh, really appreciate. And yeah, good luck with Block One Hundred Nine going forward. Yeah, good.
1: Thank you, mate.